Dyson long goal square. O'Brien got their aim on, but in the Gunston direction, outstanding goal from Gunston. Great turn by Warple. Gave it up to Bruce. He goes to O'Meara. He wants a chance to hit and he hits Wingard. Handball on to Gunston. He's been the hottest guy on the field the whole afternoon. Dance inside. Well, he enticed them and then he sliced them and he diced them. Gimpy runs. Nothing to kick too long. Buopolo puts the Jets on. He's got the speed. Eat my dust. Game over. Sharpshooter Jack Gunston starred as the Hawks ambushed an awkward and listless Port Adelaide side. In the end, it was a really pleasing 31-point victory for Hawthorne, who now fly north for one more test before the bye. Some big talking points here on the Hawk Talk podcast, the go-to show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason, and I'm joined by a man who was overlooked for the mid-season rookie draft yet again. Better luck next year, Tiz. Every year. (laughs) You can't. Take think, a trick, can you? Thinking of changing my name to pass, to be quite honest. <laughs> it seems to get the job done for Hawthorne, if you <laughs> want to play for them. We heard from one of our listeners, Darren, who <laughs> amused me greatly with this tweet in the in light of the mid-season rookie draft. Looking forward to seeing pass in the brown and gold. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't nearly get enough love as it deserved, that tweet. So I'm happy to read that out for Darren. Uh, look, people have obviously been hitting us up in the wake of this decision uh, from Hawthorne and Graham Wright in the lead-up to the mid-season draft. It <laughs> seemed completely disengaged from the whole thing. He gave nothing away, did he? Well, that's where you start wondering as Hawks fans, like, oh, here he comes. He's got something up his sleeve. <laughs> oh, he's keeping his cards close to his chest. Nope, nothing. They had uh, they had nothing up their sleeves, Tiz. Well, maybe he did have stuff up his sleeve, but uh, they were already taken by the well, time they true. got to pick 10. Couldn't even get a single-digit pick in the, what is it, mid-season draft. <laughs> That's right, yeah, we were number 10. Yes. Uh, now, one of our listeners, Tandy, hit us up at Hawk Talk Pod. What are our thoughts on this outcome, that we haven't walked away with a player? I guess we, we just want to keep things free and easy. We want to be flexible about our list. Yeah, I suppose that's it. Um, I would have liked to have seen Jack Mayo in Hawthorne colours. That would have been good. Yeah, he was snapped up in the end, was he, by um, someone just before us? It was a team just before us? Apparently, the Saints, I think. Yeah, the Saints took him, added another Jack to the list. But apparently, he has really good spread, Mayo. Oh, jeez. We've gone early this week. <laughs> I bet I can top it by the end, though. <laughs> For bad jokes. Let's see what I can do. Uh, we heard from Jared as well at Hawk Talk Pod. No retirements for the mid-season draft. Will we actually see Grant Birchall back in the brown and gold again this year? Now, this is... Quite possible. Mm-hmm. Now that he's doppelganger... Scrimshaw is out for four to six. Yes, I guess we should I'm get to that breaking news. Pretty, pretty sure we can't see them in the same side. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a sort of, uh, what is it, Doreen Gray approach to living? <laughs> yeah, a, is that, that's a little bit cerebral, I think, for a football <laughs> podcast. But anyway, yeah, we'll go with it. Well, he does look like a much younger version of uh, Grant. Well, the fans have taken to Scrimshaw as Birch 2.0, which I think says it all. Yeah. Plays like him, looks like him. Has a decent kick like him. And unfortunately, he's injured like Birchall. <laughs> so, apparently the club are backing Birch, which is fair enough. He's done a lot for us. but Well, that was always going to be the thing that I was wondering about. You know, as the mid-season draft kept creeping closer and closer and we heard nothing about Birchall, it's almost a vote of confidence from the club that they see him figuring into action sometime soon or... Or at least they've got him in calculations, which is, I mean, to be honest, it's more of an update than the fans have received in a long time. So 
I mean, you know, we, we scrap and claw for what we can get as Hawthorne supporters for Birchall at the moment. And it seems like, not that he's necessarily close, but they think he'll play again, you would say. Well, they're famously evasive on their injury discussion. The, the Booper injury report. And uh, Mark McGowan, I think, uh, was tipping us off to Kajitsky being injured. Yes, that's right. And yeah. Mira not joining the main group. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's done a calf injury. Right, okay. So he can't come in this week. Anyway, this is all sort of a little bit down, but we beat Port. <laughs> yeah, just in case that anyone needed reminding, yeah, this should be a happy occasion. This, this first, is a good win, First that. five minutes, I was a little bit concerned, but they flew the flag for Wingard. Oh, it's good to have the Chad back, wasn't it? And the Port Adelaide players gave him a warm welcome. They were very much concerned with making sure he had no impact, weren't they? <laughs> yes, they were, yep. And they tried to intimidate him out of it. I don't think... Chad's a player that you can intimidate out of a game, is he? Not at all, by the looks of it. It seems like they had entirely the wrong <laughs> modus operandi for Chad and uh, Burgers. Geez, he stepped up to the plate. <laughs> he did, yeah. Got a bit nasty. Gave away the 50. Burgoy. Geez, he looked shocked, though, didn't he? It seems to be the round for looking shocked when you play outside the rules. I was shocked it wasn't holding the ball, to be quite honest. Hang on, it was holding the ball, wasn't it? Did they pay holding the ball? Yeah, and then Burgers gave away the 50. Okay. Geez, if that's not holding the ball, the game really is broken. Yeah. <laughs> it might be anyway. Anyway, they won the free kick count in the end, Old Port. Did they win the free kick count? Yeah, they won 27 to 18 in the end. Geez, that's not bad. Not bad in Tassie. 21 versus 12 in the mm. midfield. Wow. That seems inflated. Yeah, it does. But uh, you can't go past one Ricky Henderson. Best on ground, right? I think now it's time to get into the social media stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know I love Hendo's game. Uh, you know I love his season, but... Uh, Look, it doesn't matter how many Gunston kicks. <laughs> doesn't it? Ah, he kicked, wasn't, he kicked wasn't... four in a grand final, still not best on ground. <laughs> okay, so you, what you're saying is the precedent's been set. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, look, let's get into some social media <laughs> stuff first. iTunes, you can rate and review us on iTunes. We're up to 147 ratings. You can help us over to 150 tiers, edging ever closer, ever closer. And we always love it when people leave reviews. Got a couple of nice little reviews on, uh, on Twitter, in fact, just before we hit record. Yeah, a couple of G-ups from the crowd. We heard from Brendan John, who said, This is not a question, but don't underestimate the value of this podcast. As a father of four youngsters, I never get to watch a whole match, so this pod is my way of keeping up to date with the team and Box Hill. Appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you, Brendan. That's that's a really lovely thing to read just before you're about to record a new episode. And uh, similarly, we heard from Singer, who said, Love the show, fellas. Keep it up, which also came in just before we were going to hit record. So, I mean... If you could all time it out like that, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but uh, look, we, we appreciate all the lovely feedback. As I say, you can post a review on iTunes and hit us up on Twitter, as those guys have done, at Hawk Talk Pod. Let's keep on building that community. Share it with fellow Hawks fans. It's what we love to see. You can find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Pod. And uh, it's fair to say Twitter was all abuzz with uh, plenty of optimism for the Hawks. And why not? Hawthorne, 12-8-80, defeated Port Adelaide, 6-13-49. Too good from in the end, right? Just too good Too good from in the, the end. I think too good at the start is what did it. Yeah, well, you don't win a game if you scoreless in a quarter. So it was all over. Didn't good. you relax at that point? Just sort of let the game wash over you a bit? Knowing Hawthorne in 2019, I never relax. <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, I was very pleased with it. Um, I, really I, pleased? 
Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say I was yeah. really pleased. I, I found saw it that really I pleasing. I saw that creep into uh, Shieldsy's. Uh, oh yes, they're well interview. drilled with In- all the Clarkoisms. <laughs> interview this week, yeah. Yep. All right, let me just temper your enthusiasm for Hawthorne's win, shall I? Well, you haven't heard me out yet, but go on, beat me to the punch. Shots. Hawthorne and Port Adelaide both had 24 shots. Mm-hmm. The accuracy for Hawthorne was 50%, mm-hmm. with an expected return of 84 points and an actual return of 80. Yeah, I was going to say, we got close to that. Yeah. Port Adelaide had 24 shots, obviously, with a scoring accuracy of 25%, mm-hmm. <laughs> expected 80, <laughs> oh, God. actual 49. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so what you're saying is they most certainly had their chances. And we went at 30%, more than 30% above our usual accuracy. So we did very well. And thank you, Jack, for that. I <laughs> well, think six straight and just did everything round the ground as well. Well, it couldn't get much worse in front of goal than last week. I mean, we had to. It was only The only way was up, surely. Well, I was reading that Clarko took Jack aside at some That's point right, during yes. the week and just sort of wandered out onto the ground with him and told him to have a few shots while he watched. And yep, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that more or less pressure than you're at in front of a, a crowd, do you think? Oh, look, I mean, I, I joke there. I mean, I, I imagine Gunston's not really feeling much pressure having Clarkson over his shoulder at that point because the fact is, coming off... The loss the week before, everyone knew that accuracy was a problem, and it's not just on Gunston. I mean... Six goals, 14 scoring involvements, oh, yeah. one assist. Nine marks game. as well. Yeah, 21 touches. That's one of his best games for the club, I would say. And they weren't anywhere near him most of the time. He had 15 uncontested possessions. Well, this is the thing. When did you know that Jack Gunston was on fire? Because... <laughs> I clocked it very early, and I'm not sure any player for Port Adelaide did. He had 426 metres gained, which I need to ask, Mm. when he kicks a goal, does that count as metres gained? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's kicking the footy, isn't it? It's getting it to where it needs to be. Henderson, 810 metres gained. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to Hendo now? Well, he's just directly underneath him in the list here. This is interesting, though, Mm. out of the Herald Sun. 37 touches. Wait for it. Eight contested. Yes. 30 uncontested. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's good stuff there, Champion Data. Thank you very much. <laughs> wonder why Ricky Nixon doesn't value it. Two clearances, two tackles, and time on ground, 80%. Do you like his uh, 11 marks and the fact that he put us inside 50 10 times? How about that? Jeez. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, How many scoring involvements did he get up to? That is a great question. You got five in the end. Okay, well... Yeah, got, met- got a bit to go to surpass 14. Gunston's <laughs> 14. Remember last week I said Darcy Byrne-Jones, if mm. if he gets 900 bloody metres gained again, Clarko should be at North next year. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not be so hasty because I know he had a good game, okay? No, he only got 445 on the weekend. All right, okay. So, halve that. He was one of their best, though, for Port. He was easily their best, I'd say. Hmm. But uh, what did you think of... Some of the other boys, I thought Pitnet did very well. Well, I mean, the stats say that Pitnet reigned supreme on ruck duties there, uh, which, I mean, you know, Port's ruck division was a bit depleted. Ryder? Ryder's an all-Australian ruck, isn't he? Well, Or he was, or he has been, or he is a (laughs) has-been. Well, my point is he didn't have support. 
in the way that Pinnet did. And I think that Laddams matters. kicked a lovely goal from the boundary. He had some good yeah. touch. I was quite surprised with him. He did, actually. He did. Uh, Pinnet uh, ended up with 29 hitouts and uh, 10 to advantage. There you go. I was, how do you get those stats, Tiz? I was looking for that for ages. Oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> that literally showed me his phone screen, listeners. And Ryder with uh, 24 and 12 to advantage. Yeah. So across it, he, he broke even. But we usually uh, struggle to break even, and it's going to be mm. interesting this week with such a big and very very good ruck division at, at mm. Brisbane, how, how, we, uh, how we use Pitto. Because I don't think he can drop out the side. I've noticed a few people have asked whether he will. I don't think he will. I don't think so. Um, I don't think he was absolutely terrific or sensational or anything like that. But, you know, he did his bit. I also thought... Uh, what know, about his physicality? Well, I liked that. I liked that. Where he got a bit, bit of the uh, old Mumfords. Exactly. He roughed <laughs> rough some players up. I don't mind seeing that. Within the rules, of course... You don't, oh, start you don't, the rules, mate. No, well, you, you can take out Mark Murphy with a knee. Do so. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you don't want to like say clock, clock someone in the jaw or something like yeah, that. Yeah, not like Hodgie on Mark Murphy. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember oh, that. that was, I felt that. I was at that ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was so quiet after that happened. Mm. Do you remember Hodgie on Wingard? Oh, we don't talk about that ever again, do we? <laughs> that was right in front of me. Probably Who would have thought he'd end up at the club? Yeah, well, we've covered that before, and I've. T- Still pinch myself. It's very weird. You know who was our best that day, don't you? Who's that? Sean Makers. Look, I've been practicing. I said I wanted to get that in. It'll always be Sean Markers to me, mate. For as long as we do this podcast, his name is Sean Markers. Uh, look, yeah, Pitto was good. I don't think he drops out of the side. What do you think of Segler? Because I think Segler was a pretty uh, handy contributor as well. Segler, 20 touches and uh, 13 contested, which is pretty good. Seven marks around the ground, three intercept marks. No, and six clearances. So he's doing his bit in the midfield, isn't he? He had a he missed a goal, but uh, I don't mind Segler. He's really trying to make the most of this opportunity because he's been frustrated, yeah, especially he... in 2015, which it seems a long time ago. But he was overlooked. Mm. It's good to have him, though. It is good to have him. Uh, what about Tom Scully? Speaking of guys that are good to have, praise for his elite running. No well, one can. Help I thought it was one of his about that. least conspicuous games, to be honest. I would say that's true. He played 95% of the game, though. Racked up 23 touches at 87% efficiency. Three clearances and a goal. Had a massive third quarter. He Did had he? 10 touches in the third quarter and then three in the last. But he only gained 283 metres. That is low for him. However, he had eight contested possessions, which is far higher than he usually does. Right, there you so go. So he must have had a, an altered um, task. Between uh, Henderson and Scully, I, I don't think we're really feeling the pinch of um, Smith being gone at the moment, which, uh, you know, Clarkson's indicated that he's going to be out for a while. So he's not going to be back until after the bye. And meanwhile, I uh, don't know if you've read this this evening, Tiz, the uh, Bulldogs are apparently circling looking at Smith. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> who, who broke that? Sam McClure, I think. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's great. What, what round are we in? Ten. <laughs> well, we've just we've had ten. Just I then. mean, we on. haven't reached the buy. I think that says it all, doesn't it? Good on you, Sam. <laughs> I mean, it's just crap. Anyway, for our all Australian standout, all Australian in our team at the moment has to be Hendo, doesn't it? I'd say so. Yeah, it would be. I mean, he's played basically a flawless first half of the season. There's maybe one game where he was a bit anonymous, and and for his standard though. That's you know. That's because they put some work into him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not. He, but Hendo's doing what he likes. It's yeah, so good. Yes. Yes. 
It's going to be interesting to see his second half and where the teams decide to... Uh... Come on, he's marking the ball. He's, uh, and his marking is courageous too. He goes back with the flight sometimes. It's something the other wingmen don't do. It seems a little embarrassing now that we gave him the moniker of the Phantom at That's one only point. because he didn't show up for that at <laughs> Guernsey uh, day. Remember that? Yeah, no, the, well, He correct. was absent. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a reflection of his on-field abilities. We'll say that. Yeah. But he's, he's nothing like that now. He's everywhere, is, uh, is Hendo. And this is a cool stat Got just to prove Got some wonderful grey hair on him, just like the Phantom. <laughs> this is a cool stat to prove he's everywhere. Entering this season, Hendo's PB for disposals was 32. All right, it's not bad. Yeah, surpassed that number against the Cats, so he broke his own PB with thirty-three. He did it again playing the Giants, thirty-six, and he did it again on the weekend, thirty-seven. So this is one bloke who's definitely gained from the six-six-six, and he knows it. <laughs> he knows it. He loves it. Now James Cousins, ninety mm-hmm. percent disposal efficiency. Yeah, it's good, eh? And 20 disposals. Led our team for disposal efficiency, in fact. You mentioned that 90%. Eight marks, three clearances, and a goal. How good is this boy going to be? I'd say pretty bloody good by the looks of it. He's developing very nicely. Now, over the past three weeks, he's averaged 23 disposals at 80%, eight contested, eight marks, three clearances, three inside 50s, and five score involvements. That is a you know, handy little contributor is James Cousins. That's uh, very healthy for a number 46. Did you notice? <laughs> you are absolutely obsessed with getting him promoted up the chain. I wanted to mention, I haven't seen two 46s running around on the park before. Mm-hmm. That's Is that the highest number? I'll have to get in touch with that swampy fellow or whatever he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. He does some good work, doesn't he? Some ridiculous work. <laughs> it's true. I just imagine that his whole house is just full of spreadsheets and... Is that where the Essendon ones went, do you think? We should probably ask him. <laughs> Although I think Dean Wallace is kind of thorough when he rubs something out. Go now, over, um, ask him, and don't stand near the windows. <laughs> <laughs> now, a few blokes have come for Harry Morrison, I noticed. Yeah, I'm probably one of them. <laughs> well, he's had, a, he's had a few tasks. He hasn't been the creator in that mob. No, things have changed for him a lot this year. But uh, nevertheless, it's... He's been dropped. Yeah, so Clarko's aware he's not performing up to his best. That's right, yeah. But uh, I thought it was a bit harsh on on him. He's in there for a reason. He doesn't waste the ball too much. No. The only thing is he, he got caught, um, which was oh, uncharacteristic for him. Are we, are we going to put that down to him, or where, where was the talk to let him know? He had no idea it was going to be crunched. I'd say crowd noise was involved. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 Might have been less than the than the Mother's Day game there, Tiz. Yeah, but he did, he did look a little bit slow, didn't he? Of mind rather than of body. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But Morrison's one of those curious cases where he's he doesn't really turn in absolute shockers. You know, he's not a bad player. It's just I guess we've he set his own bar so high, we expect more of him. Yeah, I think he he's currently in that position where he's way too good for the VFL, and he's not quite able to push through pain barriers and maybe in, mm. in-game injuries yeah. for AFL yet. So he's in that strange purgatory. Yeah. yeah. And then we've had a few players like that, but I think Harry will make it. Uh, the other bloke who had a fairly anonymous day was uh, Connor Glass, mm. but um, that's pretty much par for the course. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's... It would have been asking a lot for him to back up last week where he had a pretty reasonable return to the side and... I don't know. You expect he was going to have a down game eventually. The other bloke that was frustrating me all day was Bruce. Frustrating? I kind of liked his game. How did he frustrate you? 
oh, he just I just felt that he could have done a lot better. He kicked two behinds. Mm. But then I saw eight score involvements. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yep. And uh, the other one, Puopolo had one of his best games for the year. Now, Puopolo is an interesting case as well because <laughs> if anyone asks me, I kind of am in the camp of drop Puopolo. And that, that seems like an insane thing be- to do. Is that because you've been watching too much VFL? <laughs> well, look, I am excited by seeing, our young you're guns. You're just seeing Jackson Ross kicking <laughs> four every week. That, it probably doesn't help Paul Poplow's cause. But no, it's just the fact that there comes a time where we do need to look to the future and try and fill that position for yeah, the future. Yeah, not but if, not if Poppy's playing well. Well, that's it. Like, he is playing well enough for mine. I mean... What If you have Paul Popolo in the side, what do you want him to do? Hawks fans know exactly what they love about his game, and he's still doing it. He topped the team for pressure points. He finished with eight tackles, and he had very strong disposal efficiency. I think he got 100% last week. I think he was in the 90s this week. 82. 82. Okay, well, close. <laughs> I mean, only one bloke got to 90. And it was Cousins, wasn't it? Cousins. Yeah. So, I mean, then 88 is Stratton, who's behind the ball, and everyone else is pretty much below that, apart from Scully, who you mentioned earlier. I guess I'm just anxious to see what we're going to do when is not there, but you can't take him out of the side if he's playing his role. So we're in a we're in a bit of a, uh, between a rock and a hard place with no, that one. No, it's great. We need pressure on Poppy, just like he puts pressure on others. <laughs> That's true. I just want to put this to you. Mm-hmm. Scrimshaw gained 357 metres. Not bad for playing about half the game. He played half the game. <laughs> 17 touches as and well. And that, that's 30% above his average gains. Wow. So pretty big hole that uh, occurs now. Well, here you go. Here you go, Tiz. Scrimshaw's your guy. You're a big fan, as am I. I'm the converted. I think a lot of Hawks fans love him actually now. They've seen what kind of football he can turn in, what a season he's had. How do we fill that hole? Well, fortunately, we have a no-name brand. No, no. Oh, really? no, we have Caden Brand, who took 18 marks in defence last week. <laughs> and then, from that, kicked five inside 50s in a losing side for Box Hill. So, if he can collect 30 disposals in the VFL, I think he has to get the thumbs up to come in this week, don't you? I think so, yeah. He was the shining light for Box Hill. Uh, in the end, Collingwood actually defeated Box Hill 79-65 to in a scrappy, congested contest in which uh, Collingwood unfortunately overran Box Hill, surging to victory with eight of the last ten goals. And that was the Pies' first win since round one. So a bit of a disappointing loss there for Box Hill. And Woodward played very well. Against his old side. <sighs> so giving an idea of the game, Caden Brand led us for disposals with 30. And uh, Taya Miles played very well with one goal one. Jared Ruffhead still in purgatory at Box Hill. Is it time? Does he come back? Probably not. One goal, two. <laughs> just going to gloss 20, over it. 22 touches. Oh, the big rough. 14 kicks, four marks, eight handballs, five tackles, five hitouts. So basically they had him doing everything. The other bloke down there at the moment is uh, Daniel Howe. Mm. Now, does he come in for a tagging role this week? Yeah, could do. Finished the game with 21 disposals, eight marks and three tackles. It's not bad. And then there's Meadows, who we thought maybe picked up in the mid-season draft. But, not to uh, be, not to be. And then we have Giath, Changwath Giath. Changwath Giath, the, uh, the man that people are picking to be called up sometime this season. 16 touches, 13 kicks, 7 marks, 3 handballs, 2 tackles. But what really stands out to me, and we mentioned him already, is Jackson Ross, who kicked 4 from 13 touches. That's 4 straight. Mm-hmm. He kicked uh, 3 the week before, or was it 4 also? 
Anyways, kicking bags is the point. And four tackles. Okay. So he's also got a high work rate there. What about so when on earth are you going to reward that fella? Well, one of our listeners, AK, asks, is this the week we hashtag cross to Ross? That's not bad, is it? It's not bad. Cheers, AK. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> you didn't like hashtag the boss? What, Ross the boss? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's already taken, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The Ross line's not deserving of that. Oh, come on. It's all about defence these days, isn't it? It's either them or Geelong, and Geelong have like this gilt-edged draw. Oh, I'm loving how uh, arrogant Geelong's getting. It's great. They just celebrated that since the 2000s, they're the first team to reach 300 wins. Wow. Yep, they just celebrated that. Never mind Hawthorne's the team to reach four premierships since that time. <laughs> but no, you celebrate your wins. Go on. Who who picks up on all these shitty I little stats? I don't know. I mean, anyway, so Burgoyne is now in the top... <laughs> in, in the, the top ten. In the top ten of all-time all time players yep. and uh, has exactly as many wins as the Fremantle Football oh, Club. So this is what I'm saying. Ross isn't deserving of the boss. Isn't that a fantastic stat? It is a great stat. I just see it. On a scale, and you've got Bergen on one side, and then you've got the whole all-time <laughs> list for Frio at the other end, and it's at parity. That is a hell of a stat. Extraordinary. <laughs> now, just on Box Hill, uh, we're, we've got another tweet here, which uh, we've mentioned him already in this podcast. I think you might find this a bit of a harsh call, Tiz. Yeah. Cue the Austrian violin music, please. <laughs> you don't actually want me to edit that into. Uh Ryan Schoenmakers <laughs> has... <laughs> Ryan Schoenmakers has time now passed passed him by at HFC. So did he play on the weekend? This is a very good point. No. No, he did not. So he's he's been struggling ever since he he did that lower leg injury last year. Yep. And uh, I'm not sure. He was a bit lucky to stay on the list, wasn't he? There was a bit. Yeah, he was. And certainly as time goes on, it, it looks more and more that way. That he's a good specimen. If you can get him yeah. up and going again, a beautiful kick. Well, therein lies the problem, is getting him up and going, which... So, Raphael falls off the list. Are you going to let Chewy go as well? I think so, yeah. Really? Well, okay, let me put it like this. Not saying that was anything definite, but... I heading... mean, he's got to train them up, right? You've got to have someone to train them with. Well, yeah. I, I sort of pegged 2019 for being that year. I, I imagined... You know, if I was in charge and at my most most ruthless... He's a great chop-out player. He understands both the structure at the before the ball and behind the ball. <laughs> I'm not letting him go easy. If his body's failing him, he has to go. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, if Rapid's dropping off the list and you've also got Burgoyne going as well, this you're is losing a lot of intellectual property there. This, this is my point. At my most ruthless, I was looking at the end of 2019 as Ruffy's gone, Burgoyne's gone... Sean Marcus is gone. Puopolo is gone. Now, Poppy will stay. Oh, look, that that might be the case. And I'm not advocating that all four leave, just in case any listeners get up in arms about that. Oh, but they it, won't. It, but if you want to be ruthless about it, they're the four I'd be looking at. And, of course, Smith's going to the dogs. <laughs> as, as discussed, yes, he's gone. <laughs> I mean, they took Duray. They took Suckling. What, what are they, they're trying to build a new Hawthorne, are they? Well, they got the coach for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Do we... Um... Okay, so your favourite bloke, Brad Scott, <laughs> yeah, okay, is gone. Yes, he is. But uh, yeah, I always looked at Brad Scott as the one that got away. Really, 
Really? He was at Hawthorne. Then he won a three-peat under a legend of our club. What yeah. are you saying? Where is this going? Oh, I'd love him to come to Hawthorne. Oh, please. Why? As an assistant coach? Yeah. All right, there's a wonderful stat again mm. that only debutante coaches are winning premierships at the moment. Okay. So Clarko wins as a debutante coach at Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. And then the only one since is Malthouse. Yep. So why on earth would anyone take Brad Scott now? Plays well with others. Oh no! Wait, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Did you see him? Oh, can I can I just <laughs> emphasise how much I would have loved him to have connected with Kingy? This is my sticking point with that incident. He just connect. He didn't connect, did he? No. People are saying that they bumped. No, nah, he didn't connect. No, he didn't. I've watched that. I, not that I've sorted out the vision, but I saw it over the course of the weekends inadvertently, like about four or five times. And each time I saw it, I'm like. There's no contact made. Yeah, you don't expect Brad Scott to connect without Vossie out there, do you? <laughs> yeah, he needs his <laughs> cadre, doesn't or he? Or his brother, one of them. <laughs> They're very close, though. be interesting to see if he ends up at Geelong. Mm. I, I'm sorry, I'm still getting over the, uh, the aftershock of you saying that Brad Scott should come to Hawthorne. Oh, I think he's not the worst coach in the world. He got a lot out of uh, North Melbourne. Like I said on, on Twitter, the only reason he's gone is because he couldn't manage the relationships with the ex-players and eventually they white-handed him. Can we somehow have, like, if he is going to come to Hawthorne, some sort of um, exorcism of that shinbone of spirit? <laughs> well, that was a criticism of him, that he'd never they never played with it from Kingy. Remember that? He said that's the first, when they won on the weekend, he said that's the first time we've seen the shin bonus spirit in really? a long time. That was the game. That is the analysis that Kingy put across. Brilliant. Yeah. No wonder he tried to King hit him from behind as he came on. <laughs> you know what I was most uh, worried about in the mid-season draft was when David King started uh, singing the praises of CJ. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, well, there we go. There's a red flag right there. Yeah. I. He's not all that bad, Kingy, but... no. Oh, there's people I dislike more in the media, put it he, that way. He just, I think what he does is he goes too hard with his predictions and then he ends up looking a total fool. Yeah. I mean, he was right about that rising star. He won a lot of money off that. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone should take a tip from my playbook. One dollar. That's, that's not going hard. That's a very, you know, gambling very res- responsibly is what I like to say. But what I... What I want to say is now uh, Warsfold's looking proppy and uh, mm. people are coming for the Melbourne coach, Goodwin. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know, coaching merry-go-round talk. And everyone's throwing money in at Clarko. I was going to say, why is Clarkson in the conversation? Well, he's already contracted to 2020, 2022 now. Well, that's right. That's my point. That was only, he was only signed last year, wasn't he? Uh, recently very, as last recently, year? Recently, yeah. Yeah. And yet people can't help but... You know, because he's good, I guess. That's why they want to bring him up. But he's not going anywhere, so... Well, they do underrate our list, of course. Most of That's true. clubs. Yeah, yep. And a lot of Hawthorne people underrate our list as well. And mm. for us to have passed, there was a bit of angst and what the hell are you doing? Get involved, Hawthorne. But people wanted uh, Birchall pushed off the list as well and create another spot. And then, of course, that Noel fella goes to Sydney. Yes. Who, yeah. was, who was playing in Box Hill a couple of years ago. Yeah, a bit of disillusionment from the fans about that over why yeah, there was we a question. Reeves. There was a question why, well, he's a very similar player to Pitnet and McAvoy. Mm. Yep. And so you want a more agile, moving Ruckman with good skills. Who is seven years younger. And Ned Reeves. Not bad when it's the CEO 
<laughs> Some. <laughs> it probably helps. Yeah, it ticks a couple of boxes, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that did look a little bit dodgy, but also he, he seems to have the talent for it. So we just have to back them in on that. And it's, it's interesting. it is a very curious pick for Sydney. I mean, mm. you name me where they're uh, deficient, and the, probably the last position I'd tell you is Ruck. In the short term, they're deficient in Ruck stocks, but they'll have that sorted soon enough with Sinclair and uh, who's their other? It's Naismith, isn't it? they got Sinclair, Naismith, and... Darcy Cameron, as mm. well as they can put Sam Reed in there for a time, but he's yeah. like he's like uh, what do you call it? I was going to say mashed potato, but I think I mean papier mâché. <laughs> <laughs> well, both are kind of you get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I've booked my flight. No, you haven't. Yeah, yeah, I'm surely off. not. Yeah, yeah, not again. <laughs> You're Off not, to Brisbane. You're not going up get, to the gala. Oh, oh, come on. This weather's terrible. I've got to get out of it. Well, that's true. I wouldn't begrudge that. Brisbane versus Hawthorne at the Gabba, 7.25 p.m. Saturday. Hang on, that can't be right. 7.25 on a Saturday? We're playing a night game, for one, which is very peculiar. I don't know. Is, is, that means it's going to be slippery, doesn't it? Night game in Brisbane? Maybe. Humidity might be a factor. Mm. Low skills. I thought they were going to rest Hodge, by the way, against... Uh, Fremantle, they were very mm. unlucky to lose. Yes. Uh, played very well over there, but in for us, that's fantastic. They had to play that whole game out. It is. And yep. they played it played it late, so they either flew back that evening mm-hmm. or they waited until the next morning and then flew back. Yep. Uh, I don't think they're going to recover too well, especially Hodgie. Well, it's the right result as well. If you want to play that hard, you want to have the heartbreaking loss too, <laughs> just to cap it off. Well, yeah, the, well, I come out. Uh, breathing fire, but uh, do you think McInerney will play? Because he was very good against us last time. Well, I think that shoulder injury might have uh, pricked his confidence, Tiz. Oh, beautiful. There we go. There <laughs> it is. Where was that cameraman, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Is he just down in the down in the rooms with them all? <laughs> Odd hi- choice. Hiding in a bin. <laughs> Odd choice. And where was that bloke when Essendon were doing it? Now... <laughs> So uh, we were beaten by him twice last year, so Hawthorne have to have a plan. I mean, Clarkson's ego will be fully engaged with defeating what is a fairly decent Brisbane Lions side. And, of course, Hawthorne can be prepared to just absolutely drain themselves this weekend Mm. because they've got the bye. Until recently, we had a pretty good record against Brisbane, but things have turned. Probably since we offloaded all that IP to them. <laughs> Funny that. Uh, we've lost the last three games to the Lions, if you count the preseason, and I do tears. Mind you, there were a couple of uh, games against Brisbane that were quite tight. I remember Cyril turned up in the last quarter to beat them during mm-hmm. the three-peat. And yep. Yeah, there was... Well, before the last three, we had a pretty good record. We were doing okay. But, uh, I mean, the question is, I mean, now with Scrimshaw out as well, what do we do at the selection table? You would think that Lewis should be right. And does he get a game if he is right? Well, I think Brand and Lewis could possibly play. Uh, Lewis was terrible up there last year, but you got to remember, uh, O'Meara was a laid out as well. Mm. That's another thing. What are you, what are you thinking of O'Meara's last couple of games? Well, I think teams know now that he's our go-to man in the middle. That was obvious. So teams will be putting work into him, um, and it's showing. It's it's. I guess the good thing for us, the positive thing, is that others are picking up the slack. So, you know, O'Meara's gone from clearly one of the most important in our side 
to a solid contributor right. when he is sort of I've, stamped out of the I've game. I've noticed that's not really what's changed. It's his outside game that's dropped. So I'm thinking that he probably does... He probably is hampered by an injury at the moment. You think so? Yeah. So uh, he's not moving over the ground as quickly as he might. Mm. And it was very nice to see Warple taking up the slack there in the outside possessions. Well, they both have um, and issues completing of... a beautiful goal. Yes, that was excellent. Yeah. Well, his second go at it, but... God, I'm glad he drilled the second one. Well, I mean, it takes a bit of guts to take the second shot, doesn't it? <laughs> it Having does, missed, it does. missed already. It's it, good, isn't it? It's, co- it's confidence. Well, he takes it upon himself. Part of me is seeing a captain there. Oh, oh, hang on. Well, we spoke about this when we drafted him because he'd been a captain throughout his junior career. Yep. And he just looks the part. Yeah, it's interesting to see that once upon Especially a time, with that haircut. That's a dashing Much better haircut, haircut for a captain. Oh, I miss the surf. No wonder Stratton had the shave. <laughs> And Hardwick as well. <laughs> uh, that's a haircut you could set your watch to. Stratton improved on the weekend, did you notice? He did. He yeah. did, yeah. For all he's very important for him mm-hmm. and for our whole team. Mm. We saw a stat that suggested three and one with Frawley and what was it? The rest without the him. The rest. <laughs> I was going to say the rest, yeah. So what are we thinking? Are we beating Brisbane? Surely we stand a great chance to go yeah. for our first two wins on the trot. Oh, yeah. Up um, and down like a paper kite. <laughs> um, I would hope we're in with a better shot than anything we produced against them last year. I mean, I think you're right in saying that Clarko's ego would be a bit sore and he'll be looking to, you know, get some vengeance. Harris Andrews played a fantastic game against Frio, so we probably mm. need someone forward to drag him out of the contest. Mm. Keep him honest. But they do have a lot of intercept players back there, so we're going to have to be very, very careful with our inside 50s, which we have worked on past few weeks. Mm-hmm. When we don't hit our marks, we lose pretty badly. Yep. And when we lower our eyes or we have time to lower our eyes, we look a lot better. I think Wingard might keep him honest a bit too. <laughs> I think so too. It was interesting Wingard's game on the weekend. He didn't really impact the scoreboard, but you know, two goal assists and uh, 20 touches and played a good team game. But he also dragged a lot of port players to him whenever he got near the ball. Yeah, I loved it. The attention he demanded <laughs> was probably to their detriment. <laughs> and like as we alluded to earlier in the podcast, he would have soaked up every second of it. Chad <laughs> yeah. is the sort of person with the ego that just thrives on that. Whenever I think of Chad, I think that that moment of um, look at my look at my. <laughs> he loves it. The attention is fantastic. Yep. And as long as he can live up to that. There are certain players in our team that don't relish the attention that mm-hmm. will love the fact that he takes it all. Totally. I like that we have one at either end of the ground now. Wingard in Sicily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they go for drinks together. What do you reckon? <laughs> I'd say definitely. <laughs> they have to. Sicily was having a word to that. Was it Billy Frampton or something? Billy Frampton, yep. Great name. Yep. Not a great player. He looks likely to begin with, and then he just Oh, he gets not... in the right positions. He yeah. just gets worried out of it at he times. He could not get and... it together. Yeah. It's a bit tough. I mean, he's the only bloke up there trying to mark the thing for Port. So you rate us a chance against Brisbane? I think last year we were um, undone by, what's his face? Rayner. Cam Rayner. He mm-hmm. had an absolute fly. Kicked four, didn't he? I've, this year, I've, he looks nothing like that. I tend to repress losses, Tiz, so I don't really... <laughs> don't really but we just remember. had no answer for him. He's too quick. They were too quick across the park, and they I don't were. think that's how 
I don't think that's our problem anymore. Can I say something about Lewis as well? You brought up Lewis in the Brisbane game. Was that his debut? Was that his senior debut? I think it might have been. Debuted against uh, the Brisbane Lions there and then go. West Coast the following week. There you go. In the number 39. Jeez, he didn't have many touches. Anyway. Um, no. I mean, for both those games, Lewis wasn't exactly setting the world on fire. But I, I think would say change. against Brisbane Lions, he did try very, very hard. Mm. But that was about the time that... Um, that was our big mid-season slump, if you remember. We lost to Sydney, we lost to Brisbane and West Coast. Yeah, we were pretty poor. And that, that game against West Coast was out at the Docklands. That's so, right, yeah. yeah. Came close, but it wasn't enough in the end. So what have you got for the retirees up there with all the kids? <laughs> you know they're coming back to Hawthorne, right? Someday. Who? Really? Yeah, they will. Oh, I guess they've got to celebrate sometime, don't they? <laughs> well, plenty to celebrate, as it turns out. I think they've got every reason to be happy to come back. Yeah, I miss Fags a bit. I miss Hodgie a lot. Jeez, <laughs> you sound like you're going to burst into tears. <laughs> it was pretty awful last year watching him go around just showing the Hawks boys how to play. Anyway, I told him to get stuffed at one point. <laughs> so I guess this cues up the rant, does it? That's what you're after? Yeah. yeah. All right. Poor Brisbane, such a heartbreaking loss to the Dockers. It wasn't the needle point you needed, it was a point, an actual point, one solitary behind. But you couldn't even manage that much, could you? I have to say, the irony is amusing. A bunch of planks pipped to the post, or should that be by the post? It just goes to show you still know how to blow an opportunity practically handed to you. Speaking of, if you're going to piss fart about, give us Hodge and Fagan back if you'd be so kind. We were kind enough to give you a leg up, but it's getting old. In fact, this Saturday night at the Gabba, we're flipping the script. A new look Hawthorne's flying north, and by the time the final siren sounds, we won't just be top eight. We'll be the league's very own lion tamers. That's going to be really good. I'm going to actually celebrate that win like you wouldn't believe. Because I think that is a turning point. I think Brisbane think they've got it over us. Mm. They've got another thing coming. It would be a good win. Go up to the Gabba, get the win over the Lions, break that little run on that they have over us. Enjoy go, a couple of weeks without footy. Yeah, go into the bye, uh, what well, would be 6-5. Uh, the season, you know, till now has looked pretty shaky, but you look at 6-5, might be in the eight or just outside. You don't know what could happen in the second half of the season. I kind of do, though. <laughs> oh, it's, I kind of do because we've got Geelong yeah, and then we've got GWS again no McAvoy for a while have, okay. uh, look I was Frio. just trying to be optimistic okay? who else is in the top of, oh yeah we've got West Coast <laughs> again um, got West Coast oh. twice don't we anyway good Thanks luck to us listening everyone <laughs> <laughs> stay with us uh, some of those some of those clubs that are looking good now will fall apart after the bye now, what have you got here? Oh, the, the Premiership <laughs> Reunion that's right yeah there are things happening pretty soon uh, in June, in fact, it's next month, the uh, Mighty Fighting Hawks 89 Premiership Reunion. Celebrate our 30-year Premiership anniversary among the greats that made it happen and witness the induction of former President Ian Dicker into the Hawthorne Hall of Fame, tis. Uh, you mean that bloke that actually kept the club afloat? That's the one. Saturday, June 15 at the Grand Ballroom, Sofitel, Melbourne on Collins. Jeez, uh, it's been a while for Ian Dicker to finally be elevated to that status. I think that mm. would have happened a bit sooner. Yeah. Terrific, terrific president, and he ended up handing the reins to Kennett, who then uh, brought on brought on Clarko and our decade of fantastic football. Now, they've only just announced this other part, mm. which you enjoyed last. Was it last year you yeah, watched the 2008 year. replay? Yeah, 2008 replay at the Jam Factory. Village who was Cinemas. there? Ooh, let's see. Uh, Xavier Ellis, uh, who was 
definitely the best value on the night. Right. He is a funny guy. <laughs> uh, Campbell Brown, Stephen Gillum. Was Rick Gladson there? No, there was a fourth, and it's really bad. Cl- <laughs> I don't Clinton know. Clinton Young. Is. Clinton Young. That's who yeah, it is. I can't imagine why I'd forget him. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so they're doing that again, but for the 89. That's right. A celebration of all the goals, marks, bumps, and bruises. What is arguably it is the best grand final in history. Replayed on the big screen there at Village Cinemas, Jam Factory, canapes, premium beverages, a photo with the 89 Premiership Cup, and a Premiership player who at this stage is unannounced. Just one. Just the one, apparently. Not the four that they got from 2008, but just the one. All proceeds to be donated to the Hawthorne Football Club Past Players and Officials Association. Uh, that's Thursday, June 13 at Village Cinema's Jam Factory. Uh, tickets for that, I believe, is at $80. Which 80 bucks. It is steep. Ooh, I'm trying to what remember. What was it last year? I want to say 60 Right. Yeah, but uh, I will say last year. It was excellent. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. Because you know it's on YouTube, right? The whole thing. I know it's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But I, you could buy a little mini projector for 80 yes. bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and invite all our listeners around. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, look, all I'm saying is if that strikes your fancy, it was a good night last year and I'm kind of interested to go again, even though the, you know, the price is a bit steep, but I think it could be a fun evening. Yeah, well, they get a few. Was it? A, it was a good atmosphere, though, wasn't it? That's what you liked last time. Well, yeah, it's like, and they had the introductory stuff, and you heard about stuff that you hadn't heard about. Yeah, there were little uh, the backstories and the yeah, little little tales from the from the players, and uh, in this case, it'd be player. Um, well, I think they, they just put player, but there's probably more than yeah, one. yeah, there's probably more than one. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a really good atmosphere, and uh, you know the cinema was decked out with you know your standard cinema treats as well. So you've had a drink and a few canapes. Oh, was before that and... was that free? The yep, you got free popcorn. Yeah, yeah, and all that choc top for two and a half hours. <laughs> yes, and were you distracted at all by people getting up to leave throughout? Mate, no one's leaving. I will say this though: people There's are cheering. Be bathroom breaks. I mean... Well, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> That's what quarter times for, mate. <laughs> Just. <laughs> No, there's people cheering and we were given flags and stuff. You were so, given flags. Yeah, it's like a full simulation. Did you dress up at all? I Well, no. Okay. No, not really. People did, though. Uh, not from memory, no. I think they got a bit formal with it. They got a bit formal? A little bit. Okay. Well, I didn't, but standard me. No beanies. Attire. No beanies. Because no. there's a lot of beanies in 89. Yeah, no, there's no, there was no face paint or anything like that. Okay. I mean, it's a fan event. But well, you know, the it's one of those things where you know the result. Go all out. <laughs> exactly. Well, people, people are really getting into it. There's a lot of cheering. It's just, look, it's a really fun atmosphere is what I'm trying to say, and I do recommend it. Uh, so if, if it sounds good, trust me, it is. It should be a good night. Uh, yes, you could watch it at home, but it's just not the same, is it? Probably not. No. <laughs> now, uh, we're going to round off the podcast with a few miscellaneous list of questions, Tiz. Yes, I love this uh, premise from Jacob that everything will be okay post the buy. <laughs> will the buy work wonders for Hawthorne? I feel like we are completely gassed at the moment, especially the young boys, and that we will return looking far better post buy. I think that's a pretty sound assessment. Do you? I wouldn't say they're gassed, but, you know, guys like Cousins and Warple... Yeah, the young brigade, they'll they'll do well with the break, I think. Don't you think it's more about the old fellas? Well, that's true as well. Yeah. Well, we get the first buy anyway, so uh, it's a longer stretch into the back end of the year for us. Mm. But uh, I think it, it should it should work in favour of Hawthorne. Certainly, I'd be worried if I were Essendon. Well, I mean, they look bad anyway at the moment. They, apparently, they're 
injury riddled for what is it with soft tissue injuries in Essendon? I mean, it's been the case since 2005 and they've had multiple inquiries and can't mm. seem to find a root cause and they've still got all the same coaching staff for about the last 10 years. And Can we just circle back around the to the... problems? It's, circle back to the word soft. I think that might be the, oh, the root cause. really? Okay. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Marshmallows, in, in fact, I think is the... <laughs> Even bro- blokes they bring in from other clubs get injured. <laughs> so I think Hawthorne will look pretty good after the bye, yeah. We've got a couple of blokes to come back too. We've still mm. got Smith mm-hmm. and obviously Scrimshaw will be out for a while. Yeah, McAvoy will be coming uh, down the other side of that of that mountain that he's had to climb to recover. So um, we've got Jez as well. We heard from Jez at Hawk Talk Pod. Should we have a crack at pattern or do you think our midfield or defence is more of a priority? You can't get two players out of the same club, surely. <laughs> I love it's already assumed that Cornelio's ours at this oh, point. Oh, man, that's almost in the bag, I'd have now, to Leon say. Now, Leon Cameron is saying he expects a signature very soon from yeah. uh, Stephen Cornelio. Well, I'd, if I were Leon Cameron, I'd be more bloody concerned about getting my signature on some <laughs> contract. <laughs> they were talking about all these other coaches that have underperformed. How long has he been there with one of the best lists in the game? Yeah, it's pretty damning, isn't it? Anyway... Jacob. Yes, Jacob again. He's back. Talk is that any player at North Melbourne is on the table. Medical table. No. <laughs> How, who would you most like to raid? Ben Brown, probably. Can we get Dustin Martin from North? <laughs> they wish. No, he didn't. Oh, that's right. He yeah, didn't get right. there. Yeah. No, they got Polek, remember? <laughs> it's basically the same. What about that other bloke that's running around in the twos looking fantastic? Used to beat Gold Coast. Absolutely ripped a hole through us one year. Again, I repress all these losses, Tiz. I don't know who you're, talk- who you're talking about. So you have to refresh my memory. Hall. Oh, right. Yeah, I, he plays the Ruse now. Yeah, he's That's playing right. in the VFL. <laughs> yep, yes, he is. You can't. Now, of course, uh, Ben Cunnington would be bloody fantastic for us. Completely glossed over my suggestion of Ben Brown. You don't think he'd be a good fit? Oh, did you mention Ben Brown? Yeah, right at the top. Oh, he's just He's like wholemeal bread. <laughs> Right. It's just, Nutritious? I don't know. You know, when you, Filling. Order, when you order breakfast out and they go, would you like that on white, rye, wholemeal? Mm. Yeah. They're like, mm. <laughs> Don't you think? It's just, there's nothing there. I think you could be a lot better in a better club. There's certain players you don't want in your club because they're just too boring to watch. Oh, I think that's much too harsh. Do you? Yeah, I think he's better than you give him credit I do not for. want to watch a bloke run 40 metres. Like, I watched Nick Holland for years. <laughs> run run 40 metres to kick a pill. Been there, done that. I don't think there's much upside in, in Ben Brown. All right, Having yeah, said, you're more of a Cunnington fan. I mean, the guy runs for miles. We, remember that? We mentioned how That's many kilometres he does yeah, in, the, yeah. in the face of Wayne Carey's uh, disappointments with him. Mm. He was covering that much territory. It was ridiculous. So mm. he's a hard worker, but... He's not having the impact without your other favourite player that was always injured. We all waited for him. Oh, I see who you mean now. <laughs> Jared, injury weight. <clears throat> there was mention that he might uh, get picked up in the mid-season oh, draft. No, that please. would be great. Come on. Yeah. Is he like 38 years old? What was the point in the mid-season draft when most of them were under 21? I thought it was meant to be aimed at older players. Hmm. Anyway. Of course, they've got Ben Mackay. He's not a bad player. Majak Tor, do you reckon he could be better? 28 years he is now. It'll be interesting to see what they do with his contract. And, of course, Taron Thomas, pick eight. We'd mm. take him in a heartbeat. 
But here's the big question we heard from Ali at Hawk Talk Pod. Is North Melbourne after Clarko? Oh, yes. In ranking, sure. Clarko's above North Melbourne in every sense. You want to talk about Frio and Sean Burgoyne before. I think Clarko definitely outranks North Melbourne. Clarko is Hawthorne through and through now. He's built the club around him as he wants it. Do you really think he's going to get up, leave, have to deal with that? Board at North, mm. have all the same issues with Tassie that he had at Hawthorne. Do you think he really <laughs> wants to do that and go a bit further south? No. Nah. <laughs> now, uh, North Melbourne's president has come out and categorically said they're not moving to Tasmania. Who is the president again? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, they just feel like a puppet when they talk, some of the presidents in the AFL. They do. Funny that. Anyway, it should be uh, should be a pretty good week. Now, how did you go in your multi last week? All right, so here's the thing. I need to address something with listeners. Read yeah, the multi. You keep doing the dirty on them, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm going to stop that right now. So when I've announced my multi on the pod, I've got a bit uh, a bit nervous about some of my picks, and I've changed them at the last minute. So the multi I've been playing has been, for the past fortnight, slightly different to the ones I've announced on the pod. So we're going to cut that out right now. Because it hasn't been a successful strategy, so we can get rid of that. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, Tiz, it's not in the spirit of Mason's multi. And uh, just who decides that? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, Me, I set my own standard, and I don't think it's fair. So I'm going to cut that out right now. I'm going to go with the tips that I run off for you. Right here on the pod. Okay, so away you go. Now, listeners are going to love this because uh, it is... It is one of those Friday night specials, and it's North versus Richmond. Now, North have a new coach, so whenever you get a new coach, you usually win. That's not true. Yeah, it's, it's some ridiculous stuff. No way. Yeah. Bull. You're pulling my leg. Every time Where's Ri- Swamp Guy? Every, every time Richmond this. used to sack a coach, they'd do a lot better. <laughs> no, I want to hear from at Hawk Talk Pod, if you have the actual stat on this. You think it's apocryphal, do you? Yeah, I don't think it's a thing at all. Okay. All right. So North Richmond, off you go. Oh, pick Richmond, obviously. Having right. said that, everyone jump on North <laughs> Collingwood, I, Collingwood Frio. I know I have a Friday night curse, but Richmond have to win that game, surely. Didn't Richmond get done by the Dogs? Damn, they did. They did. They're not that good. <sighs> and it's back at Marvel. Yeah. Okay. All right. And they got a big, tall marking forward in yeah. your favourite Ben Brown, oh, who you wanted Horval. Ben Holmeal Brown. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got a brown bread. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Collingwood Frio. Uh, just so listeners know, I'm staying with Richmond because uh, I said it, so I'll go with it. Uh, so who was it? Sorry, it was Collingwood Frio because <laughs> I said it, so I'll go with it. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Collingwood Fremantle. Collingwood. Uh, Giants Suns. Giants. Geelong Sydney. Geelong. Brisbane Hawthorne. Hawthorne. They have to do it eventually. Got a margin for me. Ten points. No. <laughs> I know. I actually genuinely believe it'll be close. Melbourne, Adelaide, up in Darwin. Oh, really? Uh, Melbourne tends to do okay up there, don't they? Back when they, when they play, play Port, Darwin? yeah. When they play Port, right. Uh, uh, Adelaide. St Kilda, Port Adelaide. Uh, Port Adelaide. Now, that's in China. Well, it's technically home ground advantage now for Port. They've played there before. They should know the ground. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Didn't you feel sorry for Westhoff? What on earth was his role against Hawthorne? Did he play against us? He did. He was out there, wasn't he? He's a very good and talented player. Yeah. And yet looked useless. He virtually had no influence. Exactly. Yeah. Could we offer him a contract? 
How old is he? Is he thirties now? He's thirty two, I think. Yeah, maybe. Never been utilized. I mean he'd have a lot of uh left to give. Mm. Essendon Carlton in a wonderful game. Oh god. Oh jeez. No, I, I backed Carlton last week. I can't do that again. I feel Essendon. <laughs> what? And the Battle of the West. Oh, <laughs> you were just gonna let that one hang, are you? Yeah, absolutely. All and right. the Battle of the <laughs> The Battle of the Westerners. West Coast Eagles versus Western Bulldogs. West Coast. Easily? No, not easily. Between 1 and 39. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's it. I'm that's bit, your nine. I'm a little bit worried about Essendon Carlton now. Oh, absolutely, you need to be because uh, Carlton trouble him. And uh, it was great to see Maddie Lloyd getting all up in Warsfold's face about how crappy is it coaching. And then Warsfold came out this morning. Did you hear what he said? Well, I haven't really coached the first two years. That wasn't about coaching. That was about bringing the club back together. So I've really only coached one year. <laughs> it's like childlike logic. You know, like, oh, I wasn't really trying. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing for draft picks without actually saying <laughs> yeah. that they were playing for draft picks. Anyway. No, I'm sticking with Essendon. All right, uh, fair enough. Look, I... It would make me very, very, very happy to see Essendon go down to Carlton. That would be excellent. I hope it doesn't cost me money, though. I'll stay with Essendon. So you're not off to Brisbane with me? <laughs> I can't. You're not actually going, are you? No way. Well, I'm not putting my name to it yet. Depends if we win or not. Um, <laughs> well, look, I'll be watching it. Um, I'll be watching it at home. But uh, just so listeners know, it's not on free-to-air. Unfortunately, they've gone with Melbourne Adelaide instead. Um, oh, of course. Of course. So, uh, no, it's on Fox. So, you're Saturday, not doing much, probably head to Box Hill City over at two. Oh, okay. Who are we playing? Well, uh, we're playing the Seagulls, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be listening to 3WBC. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, why go to the ground? <laughs> Actually, no, go to the ground and listen to them there. Stand and near the window. And before that, at uh, 11.30, VFLW is back. Oh, so we've got the VFLW and the VFL double, basically. So we're, we're into round four now. Been a little bit negligent on the VFLW. But uh, they've had a win, the girls. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Now that we've won. Yeah, now that we've won, they're mentionable. Oh, <laughs> so they beat the Falcons on the weekend. So uh, a good win, wasn't it? It was a very decent win. Yeah. And uh, so that's a whole day out. It is. You can fill the whole day with Hawthorne and then head to a pub and watch him on the telly. Glen Ferry Hotel was a good one. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's not, not an Albion Charles, of course. but <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about that again. <laughs> it's so depressing that that is, you know, still my go-to. If I, if I want to watch footy, I wish I could do it there, but I absolutely refuse to give them my custom ever again. We, we should get a... a... And actually, you know what? That's funny you mentioned that as well. That was for the Brisbane game in the preseason. We should get a pub to sponsor the podcast. Now, there's an idea. Yeah. There's an idea. We could get people together and watch the interstate games. And then TAC can sponsor us after that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a bleak ending to the pod. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, let's get to some social media stuff before we do. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Help us out. Help us get to 150 ratings. That would be amazing. That's, I think, the majority of them. 99% of them would be five-star as well. So it's Yeah, just that one bloke. Just that one bloke. <laughs> Curious to know why he thought it was not deserving of that extra one star, but 
It's encouraging, isn't it? It helps us grow. And... It's it's fine. <laughs> Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod. My therapist explained it to me. <laughs> and it's all good. It helps us grow and change and improve as a podcast is. That's why I keep on telling myself. Uh, now, Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod. Let's keep on building that Hawthorne community. Share it with your fellow Hawks fans. And you can find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Pod. Your tip, Tiz, you, you seem relatively confident. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. I'm also, well, that's because uh, it's a big, big go going out to Frio and then losing so closely. So I think I'm going to enjoy the Battle of the Wingmen on the weekend. Mm. There's going to be some real talent on display and uh, hopefully both these sides are really there when the whips are cracking in the next few years. I can see Fagan's building a very nice team up there. He is, he is. Interestingly, your, you know, if we just want to rewind back to your take on the Port game, is you suggested that Port Adelaide were terrible. And that played a big part in the result. Yes. Yeah. If you're not rewarding your efforts when you go into the forward line, you just get worse as the game goes on. But, of course, we saw from the stats that they should only, in reality, uh, well, you know, all things being equal, lost by four points. So so the question before we wrap up is, are we any good? Oh, we're fine. <laughs> when, our, when our game is, is uh, when we're allowed to play our game style, and that is the point when we're allowed. Um, we can beat anybody. You just got to be there, you know? You got to be there with. Well, you don't have to be anywhere near the Gabba. I swear to God, I'll be calling you all weekend <laughs> to check. You better not go. Yeah. Find my iPhone is going to be switched off, Chief. All right? No chance. It's going to be great up there. I'm going to get some sun. You run into Dipper again? Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Except I think I stank. So <laughs> it was pretty hot up there last time. It's all right, Hawthorne stank too when they were up there last. So <laughs> He was right. getting out of that ground as quick as I was. <laughs> all right, that'll do us for the podcast. It's been the Hawk Talk podcast for another week. We'll see you next week. We are a happy team at Hawthorne. <laughs>